Hello and welcome to episode two, week two of Inside the Diary Room with Nick and Tom. Hi. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm very excited to get into all the Big Brother drama from the second week. Yes. So let's um let's let's recap. Where where did it begin? So last week the housemates entered the house and we said goodbye to Laura, Alan, and Subong. Uh, we had two sets of intruders come in during the first week. Now, just just a, a technical, just to pull you up on that, are, are they technically intruders? I think the proper term, sorry, is latecomers. Yes. So what what's the difference between a latecomer and an intruder? And a latecomer is normally advertised before the show. The um, audience knows who they are before they walk in, and they walk in normally in the first two weeks. A, Intruder is kind of a surprise that comes in halfway through the game or late in the game. I don't I think see. we'll be getting any intruders this season, though. Oh, really? Yeah. On to episode four. We've just said goodbye to Subong, and Big Brother has a surprise for the house guests out in the backyard. And this is a gingerbread house, but a ginger beer house. I call it. I think they call it. Yeah, that's right. Wow, that was. I love this segment. I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah, fascinating. And this was their food challenge uh, for this week. They all had to face their biggest fears and they'd be getting a dinner, I think. I think they got in the end. So Sarah was the first to go in and she said, oh, well, they can't put knees into this gingerbread house. Like human knees. She's in there and there are human knees. Two pairs. She had a full freak out. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen anyone get so scared of knees. And then Danny yeah. had bubbles. Yeah, um, it was, I just couldn't get over how traumatized everyone seemed. Like these fears oh, were yeah. real deep seated. Oh yeah. Fears, and I, I don't. Fine. I don't know whether the production team, um, you know, consulted psychologists or psychiatrists on this, but. So, like it seemed almost like psychologically damaging to some of them. Like, <laughs> yeah. like D- Daniel's, um, what was his fear? Pigeons. He, pigeons. He was. He looked. He looked like he was almost having a nervous breakdown. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like a, a proper freak out. And, and uh, yeah, Sophie d- with a uh, the snake. I mean, that's understandable, but yeah. still. Yeah. Balling. But like, I don't know if you like if if particularly if someone has meant like mental health issues these sorts of events can sort of cause trigger i'm no i'm no mental health expert but they can re- cause relapse and re you know reignite problems mm. um so i was a bit a little bit uncomfortable part of me felt a bit uncomfortable with the process yeah. so i just thought i'll just feel for these people <laughs> if you went to the ginger fear house what would you face i really don't like caterpillars <laughs> yeah they, they just creep <laughs> They creep yeah. me out. A um, room yeah. caterpillars. Yeah. So Tom, what would you be your your biggest fears? Well, I don't think they could have. I don't think they could have done it unless I had an aquarium in that house because it's killer whales for me. I mean, mm. <laughs> I w- I probably would have 
you know, had to leave the house really quick. I don't think I would have lasted. Do you love Free Willy? Those movies? No, no, no. Free Willy, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Oh, they could play that on repeat and I'd, I'd get scared. Yeah, let's call them orcas, not orcas. killer whales. I think it's I think it's quite sort of discriminatory. Call it, I'm pretty call sure the word killer whale fits them Beautiful better because they are horrifying. Oh. Um, all right, we're on to a little bit of a romance. I mean, Sophie and Chad are getting quite close with each other already. They shared a bed. Well, well, gosh, that, they really tried to make a big deal out of that. Mm. It's like, uh, you know, they well, went for a bit of a spoon and it was like, you know, the romance of the century. I was a bit like, oh, oh yeah. come on. Clearly it was a quiet sort of couple of days in the house. They did, but say, yeah, producers could, did say that, um, I think Sonia said it, that the producer said um, when Chad and Sophie first met that, you know, their connection was very, very strong. Hmm. We'll see if that lasts. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure lots of deep and meaningful and highly intellectual conversations going on between those yeah, two. Yeah, highly, highly intellectual. Anyway, Talia is in sort of an alliance that has formed with Dan, Xavier, Matt, Casey, and sometimes Garth. Is there? Yes, the the alphas, or the, yeah. the alpha team. And Talia seems to be the queen. Yes, beautiful Talia. Why why do you think that particular grouping formed? Well, it always happens in Big Brother that uh, an alliance between the more attractive house guests always get to get the fit ah. on. The, yeah, it's it's always happens, and it turns into outcasts versus you know the. Uh, physical group. Yeah, the, the sort of yeah, hot, fit, pretty people. Yeah. But then it's interesting that sort of Chad wasn't really part of it because mm. he's, you know, he's the only international model, as they model. call him, in the house. Although Sophie, I know, I know she's, she models as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, well, why do you think that is? Like, if it is all the pretty people, mm. why didn't all the pretty, prettiest people? And, and you know, no offence to, to Garth, but uh, what, what is he in his 50s and, you know, visibly overweight? It doesn't really fit fit that sort of, you know, stereotype. So, yeah, I'm just intrigued. It, it, what What is it? Is it just a personality thing as well? Like, yeah, what, how do these things yeah. form? Yeah. I think... Also with Chad and Sophie, maybe because they've been keeping to themselves with their relationship, they haven't expanded as mm. much into other mm. relationships. Also, Garth, uh, he's, you know, he at this point, he's getting along with everyone very well. And I'm kind of getting the sense that this alliance is using him as a, you know, human shield and a little dirty mm. work rat, you know? All right, they get into their challenge, the nomination challenge, and they have to hold on to these poles with footholdings that get increasingly smaller as time goes on. Angela goes into her special place, and she she is a beast at this challenge. Yeah, her mental power, her mental strength is is amazing. So do you think that these challenges, the endurance, are more physical or more mental? Well, there's a mixture. There's a there's a wide variety. 
Um, this one was clean uh, mental endurance. Then there's more physical. You know, there's technique. There's fitness. There's mm. focus. The, yeah, they, they do test a, a broad array of sort of skills, which is good because otherwise it would be the same people winning every time. Yeah, but that would be that would be that would be interesting. Has there, you know you've obviously watched every Big Brother that's ever been made i haven't has there been a time where there's sort of just like one one or two people that win all the challenges oh yeah definitely in the u.s versions you get challenge beasts that really take it on but when uh with the american versions they're more conscious of winning challenges they know that if they win challenges they'll be perceived as a threat i guess because this is the first time this format has been used in australia people aren't so conscious of you know, looking like a threat yet. So the first time, what do you mean by that? So be with this new reboot of Big Brother, they they do these challenges every episode uh, t- to see who gets the power to nominate mm-hmm. two other house guests. But before in Big Brother, it was uh, not a lot of challenges. If there were challenges, oh. they would be for little special powers, but it was never anything this big or impactful. Or okay, so for those of us who didn't watch the last ones, what? How did you get to nominate people then? So the every single house guest would cast a vote on who they want to be nominated. They'd cast two votes. Um, they'd have a set of points, and they could distribute the points to whoever. And the house guests with the most points to be nominated would be up for eviction that week, and Australia would vote. And that would sometimes be three to six or eight sometimes people up for eviction but this is more the american version you know it shows and what do you prefer i definitely prefer the this new format i mean it's less of watching a group of people in a house you know and this is more strategy this is more you know test your physical and mental strength more that's what i like about it all right so angie makes a deal with sophie and sophie drops and angela wins the challenge and she decides to nominate talia dan and casey what do you think surprise surprise no not surprised (laughs) at all yeah of course that was coming yeah exactly yeah she was on to angela was on to that that a team or alpha team yeah yeah very it was it was a smart move to put all of them up they're all well members. what was it like if if you're trying to i guess yeah i guess you could she's not really she doesn't really care who does she but, but yeah do you think she could perhaps do you know she could have almost like created an alliance and put two sort of you know d- dummy candidates up and then just have have the one she wanted um, there's always a risk in that, that you yeah. know mm. you don't want your pawn vote to go home yeah but yeah i guess she, she, she is making three enemies quite quickly but maybe that is that, that would she'd already sort of realized that by that point these nominees once they were nominated they were furious and angela is now the new queen of the house and we get to the eviction and we have talia dan and casey and it seems that it's almost between Daniel and Talia. And in the end, so Casey is safe, receiving only four votes. 
Dan received one vote and Talia gets 11 votes and she breaks under tears and leaves the house. The queen is dead. The queen's gone. You know, farewell. I didn't didn't really enjoy Talia that much. Oh, really? I thought she was nice. Mm, I don't know. It was kind of like when someone has a really cocky attitude in the house, I, I get a lot of enjoyment to see them go. And then we're on to episode five. Episode five starts and Ian's spider, his favorite pet, has died at home. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dear. Poor Ian. Poor <laughs> socially inept Ian. Yeah. He, he came on to the show, wasn't it, to make friends. build his, his social skills? Yeah, yeah, make friends. Well, you know, that would be quite hard, but I feel like at this point they're trying to pick up on every little bit of drama that happens, I guess. Yeah, yeah, true. All right. Kieran does his little driving challenge and drives a golf cart around and he has to make a three-point turn. And he does it in time. But I feel like... I don't know. I feel like he shouldn't have won. He did break the wall at the back with the car. Yeah. Big Brother's a bit... was being feeling a bit generous there, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And something very interesting happens. Kieran is feeling very alone and he decides to start a rumor to Garth, person with the loudest mouth, and sets up a little fight between Garth and Danny. Because Danny is just out in the open doing nothing. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, that When he did that, that just made me dislike Kieran even more. But what, what I, so... I personally kind of like it. Oh, it's so, I don't mm. know, unnecessary. I don't know, you know. I think he's naive thinking that people aren't going to realise. Yeah, I mean, it was going to come out, obviously it was just going to come out as a lie. But it, I'm surprised it took its time. Like, they spent, what, three days or two days going on through this drama. I mean, little things were happening that weren't even signs of Danny being mean to Garth and Garth was taking it as, oh, Danny hates me and wants me out. I mean, it's interesting how a little whisper can start such a, a big thing. So in this challenge, they had to hold their hands up onto these little water cylinders and hold the water in with their finger. Oh, the, where yeah. you've not let the water gush out. Yeah. Yeah. And although Big Brother threw temptations and stuff, Angela came out and won again with her amazing mind and her endurance. What do you think about this, so, Angela winning? So, so Sorry, listeners, for Tom's American accent. Don't know where that's come from. Um, it's come out of nowhere, thank you. I don't have an American accent. Nick? Okay. You should maybe okay. fix your British accent. Excuse me, I'm highly educated, leave me alone. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so Angela wins this challenge. What do you think about Angela winning two challenges in a row? Well, yeah, um, it, it, it's interesting they put two, two of the similar styled ones back to back. Yeah. Dare I say it, you know, I, I think the you know the, the the production team know Angela's by far the most entertaining oh, person yeah. in that house, like on a whole different level. And 
I, I think that they probably wanted to keep her in there for as long as possible. Yeah. So throw in as many challenges where she's good. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, she's definitely showing that she is a favourite and it's clear to see even as a producer. When Angela wins, she nominates Danny, Zoe and Garth because they all partook in the drama that happened previously in the house. Fair enough too. Yeah. Those troublemakers, they deserved it. <laughs> it was such useless drama though, like it didn't even need to happen. But mm. Thanks, Kieran. And when they get to the little eviction interviews, it gets revealed that Danny was set up and she can see her fate right in front of her. She knows it's over for her. In the end, Zoe received two votes, Garth received three, and Danny got 11 votes. And she was mm. sent home. And just as, she, just as she was leaving, Garth realized that Kieran had set this whole thing up. Damn. I mean, Danny was kind of like a background character. You didn't really focus much on her, but. Yeah, Danny who? Yeah. <laughs> no no I mean, loss yeah. there. Yeah, no loss, but oh well. It was interesting to see how that all played out. On to episode six. So episode six starts and the weekly little food challenge is that balls will be periodically dropped in the backyard and they have to wake up and whoever's name is on the big screen has to pick up these balls. Do you think you would have been able to do this, get no sleep? I love my sleep, but mm. I did find this one particularly amusing because they clearly were, it wasn't random. They were, yeah. they were, they were waiting till everyone was asleep or yeah. you know, no one was there just to drop the ball and the varying speeds. It was quite, it was quite <laughs> amusing to see some of them run and then others run and then they realize the ball's going so slow. They just have to stand and yeah. wait. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, a, I, I a, think a my favorite of... one was Sarah was in the shower or something. And she got called twice. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So she runs out fuming and then goes back to the shower and then it goes they again. It, yeah. Oh, and um, Matt was uh, in the bathroom doing a number two when he was called out as well. Oh, it's quite interesting. Uh, the nomination challenge happens and they are all wrapped around with ropes and have to spin around coiling and uncoiling these cylinders with the rope around their body. Do you think you could have done this? Oh, no, I get so dizzy. Mm. I'd be vomiting. I'd be no. I was like, because uh, the Angela, she really hated this one, didn't she? Oh yeah, she did um, not try. Mm -mm. No, I I I went on a um, when I was in grade four. I went on at a country fair. I went on one of those like spinny spinny like rides. And I just ate the big chocolate ice cream. Anyhow, I they had to stop the ride to let me go up, get off and hurl. Um, oh my gosh! So yeah, I, I I just don't do rotation well. Yeah, the, I wouldn't have been able to do this either. Oh, you're the same. Yeah, I mean, I uh, also like the you'd have had to um, have great endurance endurance oh, during this. Well done. Mm, got that right. All right, Ian wins. Wow, the weak, socially awkward person won. 
Good on him. Good on him. Everyone loves an underdog, yeah. don't they? Yeah. And I really like it, Ian. He's quite likeable and a little bit cute in a weird way. Ian nominates Marissa and Angie and Chad because he hasn't made a close connection with Chad. That was a bit of a throwaway, you know, vote. So Marissa, Angie and Chad are up for eviction. And God, I mean, Angie's Angie's pretty much gone. Everyone can see that. I mean, she's won two challenges. She's seen as a threat. And the house, they're kind of getting sick of her whining and complaining. Also, the shopping challenge, they didn't buy her any tea. They got her green tea. That that was clearly that she made it look like who's who's doing the order again? Um, Zoe. Yeah, that's right. Lovely Zoe. Zoe, yeah, was doing it. She made it look like it was a a lapse of attention, but clearly oh, she yeah. knew exactly. And she I think exactly apparently she, apparently Angela was what drinking a hundred oh a hundred bags a week or something. A lot. Like, that's that's ridiculous. Like, yeah, and <laughs> she she needs a break. And they probably were spending a lot of money on tea. Oh yeah, Gosh, she has it so milky. Is who has tea that milky? That milky. Seen... Also, I saw so... her chop up a bag and leave the bag inside while she drank it. And... If I'm really bad. wanting like a caffeine hit, like I want, I will leave the bag in the tea, but take up. But yeah, that is a bit. Old. She had so much sugar as well. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if they're worried about running out of sugar, they just, you know, probably good that they didn't give her to you. Yeah. Do you think, I just, I was thinking maybe, do you think they, um, Big Brother actually told Zoe to do that? Because, mm. you know, if, if you're trying Very to make this show dramatic or interesting, mm-hmm. like, they, that would have you know hilarious because like to be honest like home brand tea doesn't really cost much at all like yeah. okay even a even a hundred bags is probably like a few dollars um that's a very good point could the producers be stepping in at this point and yeah and if you're zoe like why would you make an enemy when everyone there's oh, no yeah. one saying no tea because <laughs> they knew there'd be problems like yeah it just, it just intrigues me yeah why it, it seems that particularly when it's not, yeah, not really Zoe's money to spend. Yeah. Why, yeah, why should try and cause that without, yeah, I don't know. Mm, fair enough. All right. All right. So we get into the eviction room and after a bit of discussing, Marissa gets only two votes. Chad got four and Queen Angela was sent packing. Dun, dun, dun. Surprise. She's not leaving. I mean, what do you think about this Big Brother bunker twist? I mean... Oh, thank uh, God for that, hey? Um, I mean... Keep, keep that woman on the show as long as possible. Even if you don't really that. like it, she's at least entertaining and amusing and extremely mm. extroverted. She seems to be the only person on the show that sort of... Like, that she, seems, she seems quite conscious of... of that she is entertaining and, yeah. and that she's trying to entertain the viewers or, or Big Brother. And no yeah. one else is like that. I find that, yeah, I, I think that's that's a great value value to add. Yeah, I don't know, like, how how, how boring the house would have been if she hadn't mm. been saved by this bunker. 
The only problem I see with it is why did she deserve it? Like, didn't, you know, it was very random. Not at all. I mean, like, it was obviously picked for her. That bit, that big control panel, how, how, how much do you want to bet that most of it was just a prop? Like, it was probably yeah. some old clearance control panel. Oh, yeah. And so they had the, the little spare room, they stuck a bed in it, stuck two, like, plasma TVs, which is, what, a couple hundred bucks, <laughs> dug up some old switch panel thing from, I don't mm-hmm. know, from the back storeroom at Channel 7. And... Um, and voila, there you go. You've got this bunker. Um, <laughs> the yeah. Something else I found interesting about that was this might be picking at straws, but at the very start, the first episode, Sonia was like, "Oh, and see through that door right there at the end of the hallway. That's where I'm going to be when I'm reading out the votes or whatever." And there was like this room where she does the little interviews at the eviction thing. But in this episode, we see. Angela walked through these doors and then just another hallway to the bunker. So it was kind of like, oh, all right. Do you think they'll use it again? I feel like that's that's that for now. I don't think the bunker is coming in. Maybe it'll come in in a different form of room, another twist. But I don't think they're saving another house guest. No one worth saving. Yeah, literally. Well, week two ended and only two people have left. And that's... Quite unusual. And Angela is saved. The, the girl from the Perth Lord. is saved. Yes, she's quite she's quite um religious, isn't she? Yes. Pious, of course. She goes say. she goes to Jesus in those challenges. Yes. Oh. The tea god. God will be proud. Yes, very proud. Alright. Well, this has been Inside the Diary Room with Tom and Nick. And we'll hope to see you again for our week three review.